just by my side. Keep the faith every day I pray. The only way I could survive. Yeah. No matter what you're going through, he'll never leave you. His love is eternal. Welcome to worthy people. Yeah. Coming straight out the projects. It was hard growing up. Born dead as an infant. Mother addicted to drugs. Coming in and out of foster care. He was stuck in a system. After doing time in prison. Gave his life to Christ. Now a Christian. You feel like nobody gets you. Nobody knows what you've been through. Well, Cody has been where you are. You heard me? So remember that you are worthy. 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 Worthy people, yeah. Even when it's hard. Always keep your faith in God, yeah. Worthy. Worthy. Worthy people, yeah. Struggling and searching. Remember you are worthy. Worthy people. God will never give up on you. Let's go. Everybody, how are you doing today? I'm your host, Pastor Cody with Worthy People Podcast, and I'm so glad to be back with you for a new episode. Um, this episode will be a little different than what we normally do, um, and so I just want to uh, welcome everyone that is listening inside of a prison or a jail all across America, um, listening on your tablets, those that are listening outside of we we have uh, close to 2,000 um, people um, that have listened here on the outside. So thank you for sharing the the podcast with your friends and family. Um, so just welcome everyone who who jumps on and listens to this podcast. Our mission is to remove the labels of society by seeing and accepting all people. And I'm coming to you right now from Texas. That is where we are located. But I want to tell you something that no matter where you are located today or what situation you find yourself in, we are all connected as brothers and sisters in Christ. And I was formerly incarcerated for five years from the ages of 20 to 25. I have been there. I have 
been behind the bars. I have been behind the razor wire. I have been in the cell. I have been in medium custody. I have been in maximum custody. I've been in seg. I've been in the cell with no property, with no clothes, with nothing but four concrete walls and a steel toilet. And I'm here to tell you that this is not the end. Wherever you are right now in your life, no matter what's going on, you have to know that God is with you in the middle of it. And I know that so many of you faithful, regular listeners that are part of our, you know, worthy people family um, probably have been anticipating me to come back on with um, with a new episode and so I I just want to talk to y'all right now I mean y'all are my people uh, my family and so many of you have written um, you've sent um, letters messages uh, thank you so much I have read every message every letter that has come across um, to worthy people um, and to the ministry so thank you so much for your letters Um and I was anticipating doing a mail call episode last week, um, but um, for those of you who know, um, or even if you don't know, you'll know now, is uh, we got called in the hospital um, to have our baby boy, and so that um, that kind of changed the plans for that. So um, the mail call episode is going to drop next week. Next week, so I will uh, get to do all the shout outs and address you all personally. Um, so just don't think that I've forgotten about you or forgotten um, to do that episode. So it's coming next week. Um, but before we get into the mail call and, you know, we'll we'll pick back up normal next week. Um, I wanted to come to you and and just share a little bit about our journey um, of having our um, baby. And you may be sitting there thinking, man, I'm in a jail or a prison. You know, I'm I'm a away from my kids or, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. Really, I I can't understand, you know, Um, I'm going to tell you this is that not so much of this situation of having a baby, because I'm not sure where you are in your journey, if you have kids or have no kids. But uh, what I'm going to ask you just to relate to today um, is that you can relate to uh, going through tough things and you can relate going through trials. Um, You may be in a tough situation. You may be going through um, a hardship or a trial right now in your own life. And, you know, through the story of my wife's pregnancy and the birth of our baby boy, we want to display and share the strength, the peace um, that God can give you in the middle of your storm. And, you know, we, I, I have a son, a healthy son. So, you know, um, you, you always assume that things are going to go right. And we received a diagnosis as 
um, most of you know, um, for our son um, that my wife was pregnant with a few months back. And this was a terminal diagnosis that um, he would pass once he was born. And so um, we have continued. I am a pastor of a church. Um, I go into the prisons regularly. Um, I will be going into the prisons this weekend um, for two services on Sunday at the Clemens unit. So if you're listening from the Clemens unit, uh, G4 uh, services, medium custody of regular general population, get ready. I'm coming to see y'all boys um, this weekend. And so I can't wait. You guys turn out and I can't wait to see you all this weekend, but we have continued with prison ministry, everything in spite of the diagnosis, in spite, and of course, have always prayed and said, hey, God, we trust you. No matter what the doctors are saying, we know that you are in control, and whatever you want to do, God, we're, we're going to trust it. You know, we see a story in the Bible with Jesus and and uh, Jesus was approached and they said um, concerning um, concerning uh, the, the the people and the children that had diagnoses such they were blind or deaf or crippled. And they said, is this punishment, uh, Jesus, you know, that they have this sickness? And Jesus said, no. They have this sickness that the glory of God may be revealed. And you could be sitting there thinking, man, maybe you're in a sickness. Maybe you're in a trial, right? And you're like, how could the glory of God be revealed in this? Like, I, I, I'm I'm in a tough space right now. I'm in a hard spot. Like, God, how could you possibly use this, you know, for me or for anyone else? And the way that the glory of God can be revealed through going through tough situations, I'm here to tell you and testify today, is that because these things that come against us or these diagnoses, these sicknesses, these things that happen in our life or happen in the lives of our families, the devil wants to use that to destroy you, to bring you down, to make you question God and walk away. The way that the glory of God is revealed is that God is near to the brokenhearted. He, Paul said in 2 Corinthians that in my infirmity, in my sickness, in my weakness, I am made strong. He said, I glorify when I'm going through hard things because I know God's strength is working even stronger within me. And I'm here to tell you that that's true. It's hard to understand, but God and the Holy Spirit give you a power, give you a, a strength, give you a boost that you don't get when everything's going right, when everything's all good. And so um, Paul said, man, I've learned to when I'm in, in these tough situations that I get so much more strength from God, so much power from God, the fact that I can uh, look forward to you know, this, this, this power, this comfort that comes onto my life when I'm not strong. So it's okay not to be strong. It's okay not to have it all together. God will give you the strength if you'll receive it, if you'll look to him, if you'll not let the storm and the situation 
uh, overtake you. And um, and so I don't know what type of storm that you're in today, but I want to play a song by my brother Brian T that we had on the podcast um, in the past. Um, and you guys may know it. Um, it's his song called Middle of My Storm. And then I'll be right back uh, with you guys. My family go through it this week To see them hurting only made me feel weak See I was searching for the right words to speak But in the midst man I was facing my own doubts and defeat That's when the Lord told me to jump to my feet Cause I had blessings that were right in my reach I had to usher in his presence of peace Almost forgot about the promises he promised he'd keep the rewarder, so continue to seek a God of order, a supporter to the one that is me. I cried an ocean with every tear that fell off of my cheek. His arms are open to the broken, it's in love when he greets. I know the wicked try to scatter the sheep, but God's forgiveness is the realest thing you ever go meet. No, even amongst the vultures and the leeches who leech, it's an honor to give my life though for the gospel I preach. Singing hallelujah in the middle of my The storm I see. Where does he get his strength from? How can he be so strong? You make me strong, my Lord. up to my king. Hey, don't you see the pain is killing us? Hey, can't you see the boat is filling up? I notice some I look ridiculous because I refuse to give up and swallow the seed of bitterness. How could you close your eyes and sleep through this? How could you lift your hands and sing to this? See, with everything I believe in this, and I know God won't leave me where the evil and deceitful is. They say, where does he get his strength from? How could he be so strong now? Like, where did he get his faith from? How could he still have hope after everything going on now? Any other man would have been gave up. He would have perished, would have died with all his hope paid up. Without my Jesus, man, I can't wake up straight up. I know you wonder why I stay prayed up. Hey, I trust when he tells me yes. I trust when he tells me no. I trust when he tells me stay. I trust when he tells me go. I lean not on my own understanding. Yes, I obey. If you learn to submit, then the path you walk will be straight. You were created on purpose and for purpose. This is where you must let your prayers turn into worship. You were created on purpose and for purpose. And this is where you must let your prayers turn into worship. Singing hallelujah in the middle of my storm. In the middle, in the middle of, of the storm, storm I sing. See, where does he get his strength from? How can he be so strong? You make me strong, my Lord. I point up to my king. I point up to my king. I point up to my king. Because you're the one who strengthens, the one who strengthens, the one who strengthens me. Another worship song I sing. Another offering I bring. You're the one who strengthens, the one who strengthens, the one who strengthens me. Singing hallelujah in the middle of my storm. In the middle of my storm. 
To be given a diagnosis that the child that you prayed for has a terminal illness and that he will die once he's born has definitely been the Garden of Gethsemane for us. Many times crying out to God, take this cup from us, but nevertheless, your will be done. And I don't know what storm you're going through today. Like the song said, where does his strength come from? How 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 is he going? People have no choice whether they believe or not to see that our strength comes from God, comes from the Lord, comes from Jesus. When we can continue through the storm and not let the storm overtake us. And my wife, she really wanted to be here. We actually had this scheduled for a couple of times. We kept moving it um, because she kept getting busy. And then she ended up having a doctor's appointment. And and so I just wanted to get in here. Um, but she will be here. She's she's healing and recuperating um, from a C-section. And um, and, and so uh, she's gotten all of your letters and and all of the uh, nice things that you've said and uh, a couple of cards. Um, so thank you for everyone who's been standing in there with us through through prayer um, during this time. So we went into the hospital on Thursday um, and our son was born Friday morning. And um, I got to be there in the operating room. Um, she had a C-section, so I was there um, when they pulled my son out, right? And um, they told us that he weighed two pounds, um, so he was going to be very tiny. Um, but as soon as they pulled my son out, they took him to the scale, and he was four pounds. And it was like, wow, you he was a big baby. Um, and uh, so we thank God for that. And um, they told us that we would probably only have a couple of minutes with him. And so um, with the diagnosis that he has, um, a majority of the babies with this diagnosis are not able to cry. Um, so they don't cry or anything. Um, and as soon as he came out, he filled the room with his voice, with his cry. And, um, you know, in that moment, you know, tears ran down my wife and I's cheeks as his cry filled the room. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he, he, uh, he he was just so so beautiful, such a beautiful moment of life, you know. Um, and um, so the the Bible says that children are a gift from the Lord, and so he he truly is a gift. And um, and so I get to hold him and spend time, and all the friend, all the family that was there, um, friends. Um, and so uh, they, everybody, we got to meet him and hold him and um, never knowing, never knowing um, just how long we had with him. But, you know, we would thank God, you know, every hour that went by, you know, hey, he's been here an hour, you know, he defeated the 
the the odds of five minutes god thank you you know thank you for this time and um and so my wife, she got back to the room and recovery and, and, um, we had a photographer who got hundreds of photos of, of our baby boy and, um, and, and the family and all of us holding him. And, um, we got to find out about his little personality, um, that he had. He did not like you to touch his feet. Um, he would drop kick you, uh, for touching his feet. So I think he might've been a little ticklish with his feet. So just lots of memories we got to capture, um, with our, with our son and, um, um, one thing, what was I, I mean, just the, the doctors and the people around, you know, um, just to be able to see them as we're going through this, right. And they're seeing how our son has a terminal diagnosis, but that just the, the, the light and the joy that we have. And, um, they seem very confused, you know, um, and then, you know, uh, one of the nurses starts saying, you know, that they've been through situations. There's so many diagnoses out there, right? Um, it's a miracle that any of us are alive today with so much sicknesses and diagnoses that are on the earth. And so they get to walk through this with families and people that are mad and taking it out on them. And so they're a little thrown off by, you know, the joy and the things that they see with us. And it opened the door. I was able to minister and I would say, Hey, you you know, through this situation, like, let me tell you about the peace and the strength that God can give you. Um, and they would just look and listen. I mean, they're there. This isn't just us uh, being holy rollers. You know, oh, our life's great. Our life's perfect. And we're just talking about God so good. No, they're actually seeing us in the middle of our storm. Um, and, and, and you know, the impact, you know, the seed that's being planted, um, you know, to get to be able to share Jesus to these, you know, nurses and, and, and doctors, um, as far as walking through this and, and, um, you know, so we get back to the room, we just play praise and worship music and, um, you know, uh, they they brought a bed to be able to put him in, but, uh, you know, we were all holding him. So many people holding him, um, and he was just, you know, perfect. And, um, you know, he, he had soft skin and uh, just getting to hold him close and kiss him and hear all of his little noises and, you know, just the memories that we got to make with him. And um, Friday, he was born Friday morning, but Friday he was doing good. Um, everything was good with him. Um, and, um, Friday night and, uh, then Saturday morning we're like, man, Hey baby. And, uh, the doctor said, we are so amazed that your son is still with you, um, with his condition. Um, and they said, that normally parents will try not to get attached, so they'll put them in the baby box. And the doctor said, you know why he is still here with you? And he's like, you know, defeating all these odds as far as the time that he's been alive. Um, and that he's been with you already 24 hours. And they said, because you're showing him so much love. 
he doesn't want to leave. And, um, you know, that really touched us, um, you know, so we, we, we continue to spend time with him and, and, um, make memories and, and, um, it was Saturday night and, um, you know, we're just holding him and things and we start telling him about heaven and we start telling him about, um, his, you know, family members that have gone on his grandparents, you know, my wife is, is uh, Mexican, so she was telling him about his wella, and um, you know I'm white. I was telling him about his my grandmother who raised me, you know who who accepted Jesus um, before she passed, and we started telling him about they're waiting on him, they're waiting to greet him, take care. Of him. We started talking about Jesus, and I just said, you know, son. Uh, you know, they've got streets of gold and a mansion in heaven. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't have much. I got a little mobile home and all that. So you definitely going to get an upgrade when you get to heaven. And uh, we're just talking to him, you know, about how beautiful heaven is. And um, um, I just stopped and I, I started playing this song um, that I'm going to share with you guys. And then um, I'll be right back with you. So I turned this song on for him and it'll be the first time that I've played it since I played it for him. And that, and and this song began to fill that hospital room.
was during this song filling the room I had it on repeat and about the third time that it played is uh, as my wife was holding my son the presence of God filled that place filled that hospital room angels came into that room and my son took his last breath 34 hours we got to spend with him when they only said maybe 5 minutes when we were only given minutes we got hours And so you have to see the miracles that God does perform in the middle of your storm. Maybe it isn't the way you want. Maybe your miracle is you want to be out, but you're still in. Maybe our miracle is that our son was healed and we were going to get to take him home. But you can't be so focused on only seeing the way that God will answer it your way that you miss the miracles that he's doing in your life and where you're at. And so as we played this song here as in heaven and talked about heaven, we didn't know that that was going to be the time he was going to go. They were preparing us to be able to take my son home because he was doing so well. But it was in that moment that he decided he wanted to go check this thing called heaven out. (laughs) The Bible says we are not of those that have no hope. That this is not the end. This earth is not the end. Your situation's not the end. Whether you're on life row, whether that you have a life sentence, whether you'll never walk out, whether you're going through a sickness, no matter what, this life is but a vapor, the Bible says. We are here today and gone tomorrow. Everything of this world is passing away, but heaven is eternity. And I invite you today, whatever worry, whatever doubt, whatever sickness, whatever fear, whatever you're carrying right now, in light of heaven, in light of of eternity, What matters the most, right? We can live now. Yeah, we have sadness, but we can live with joy. We can live with expectation. We can live with gladness that our son is healthy and whole in the arms of Jesus. Many have had dreams and visions and You might be familiar with the story, um, Heaven is for Real, um, with Colton Burpo at six years old, died and went to heaven 
for a short time. And when he was in heaven and got to spend time with Jesus, he met a sister that he never knew he had. And when he, he told his parents, hey, when I was in heaven, I had a sister. And they looked at each other because they had had a miscarriage before having him. But they had never talked to him about it. They never spoke of it. And they never knew if it was a boy or girl. God has given glimpses of heaven to share with us that continue to live that it's not the end, that we have hope. We have hope and we know we'll see all of our loved ones again. Us ourselves will be in a place with no more tears. And so this is raw. This is real. Some people want to be in ministry for the glamour of the lights and oh yeah, my name and oh man, I gotta tell people and da 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 and I know so much about No, what what I'm sharing with you going through um, the death of a child in this situation, it ain't easy. This is extremely private to me. You know, I could say, and there's a lot of people in ministry, they go through these private things because they don't, they don't share that because they're like, it's none of people's business. This is personal to me. But God told me, I want you to, to honor your son's legacy by telling people that it's not the end, by telling people of the the hope, the peace, the strength that I can give them, no matter what they're going through. God's told me, hey, this isn't your story. This is my story. And I want you to use it for my glory. We all have a story. You have a story. You have things that you've been through. Don't be so afraid of them. Don't be filled with shame because of the past. Use what you've been through to tell others where God has brought you today. As you give God the honor through your story, he will honor that. Job lost everything. And he said, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Do you see things that way? Maybe you're not where you wanted to. Maybe you didn't make parole. And do you say the Lord gives parole? The Lord takes away parole. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. We got to trust That we don't know all the answers of why. But Jesus told his disciples, you may not understand what I'm doing now. But after this, you will know. I don't know why I went through everything that I've been through with with my son, with my wife and I in this, this pregnancy. I don't know. I don't know why it happened. But I trust that God will continue to reveal it. People came to the hospital. They held my son. People have contacted my wife and I and said, through your son, I've gotten closer to the Lord. 
through your son, I've gotten to see the peace and strength and I was ready to give up and walk away from God because I was going through, you know, my own troubles. But compared to what you are walking through and going through and I thought God gave up on me, but I see that you're going through such a big um, uh, uh, trial and I see the peace and strength that he gave you. So I know that he can give it to me to God be the glory. God's already getting glory through this situation, right? Don't give up. Man, has the devil come? Yeah, the devil's come. Has he tried to bring me down? Yeah. Has he tried to bring my wife down? Has he tried to whisper lies into us? But God didn't heal your baby. But God didn't say, but why is God doing this? And God, and and, and, and you're faithful and everything that you do and blah, blah, blah. And why would you continue to serve a God? Why would I? Yeah. But that's why Paul said, I bring every thought captive. I bring every thought captive captive to the will of Christ Jesus captive when those thoughts come through to tell you to give up on God and walk away because you're going through a hard time take it captive throw it in seg lock the key and throw the key away and walk off don't go back to it he's given you the power he's given you the power through his Holy Spirit And if you need that power and strength today, I just invite you to cry out to him right now and just say, Lord Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your comforter. Fill me with the power and the strength to walk through what I'm walking through. God, I know that you said you would never leave me or forsake me. I know that you're still here. I serve notice on the devil and demon forces to get your hands off of my life, to get your hands off of my mind. I will not serve you. I will not believe your lies. I know you're only here to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come to give me life and life abundantly. According to John 10, 10, Jesus, I received this abundant life to be able to walk through trials, to walk through tribulations and know that you are still here and that you will still walk with me through it. I will not give up. My life is too valuable. My assignment is too great. There are still things you need me to do. And I know I can make it through your strength and help. I'm not going back to the old way. I'm not going back to living like I used to. I'm going to stay strong. For in my weakness, you are made strong. Use me, feel me. Guide me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, it's been tough coming on here today. And um, like I said, it's something out of the ordinary on this episode. But we love you guys. 
I know you've been praying. You've been writing. You Thank you. Thank you. We don't take that lightly. We tell people, I tell my people in the church, look at all these letters. Look at the people that have written that are praying for us and my wife and I. So now we're going through a healing process. And, um, but we continue to go on. We continue to trust in God. And so I just hope what we've gone through and sharing my story has stirred up in something in you. You know, I tell people, yeah, we can be sad. People say, oh, I'm sad. You know, I hate that you're going through this. Yeah, but but don't be sad for me, right? Use this situation to bring you closer to God. That's what I pray. I pray that I, I don't need more people just to be down and sad and, and wonder and question and all that. No, I need people to be brought closer to God. I need people to see the strength, the hope the peace that he can give you in the middle of your storm. Right. And so I am just so glad to have had this opportunity, um, to spend with all of you guys, uh, today. And, um, I look forward to, to jumping on that mail call, (laughs) giving you all shout outs and, um, Like I always say, whether you're in there or out here, we're the body of Christ. We're the body of Christ. No matter what. I'll leave you with this. When Jesus had died and then rose from the dead, when he would encounter people after He came back, he said, he would tell them, why are you filled with fear? Why are you filled with grief? Because that's not his plan for our lives. He wants to help us through those things. And he said something very important as well. Each person after he left that he had encountered After he rose, he said, my peace be with you. The world tries to offer us peace through, oh yeah, you'll feel peaceful if you do what makes you feel good. If you go get high. If you go get drunk. If you go have sex. If you just take your anger out on the whole world. You'll feel better. You'll feel peace. Maybe temporarily. But he said, my peace, I live with you, leave with you. We need the peace of Jesus. Jesus had to go and get beat and get his face beard ripped out and a crown of thorns on his head and had to go to the cross. Nailed to a cross. Next level. And he had to have peace to go through that. So when Jesus says, my peace, I know that's a powerful peace. Because he he went through a lot for you and I. So, Jesus, we receive your peace today. 
not the peace as the world gives, but your peace and your comfort. Holy Spirit, thank you. Have your way. I pray that your whole mood changed. I pray after you listen to this podcast that you are better than before. So thank you. I dedicate this podcast in the memory of my son, Aiden James, in the 34 beautiful hours that he lived. So we love you. God bless you. Uh, We'll be back next week with some announcements and mail call. You guys uh, be blessed. If you're listening from a prison or jail, we would love to hear from you. Feel free to share your story or how this podcast has impacted you. Please write us at P.O. Box 120-162, San Antonio, Texas, 78212. Tell your friends and family to listen on all podcast platforms. Our mission is to remove the labels of society by seeing and accepting all people as Jesus does. For more information about us or to donate to our ministry, you can visit www.worthypeople.church. Until next time, we pray you continue to grow and change for the better. And don't forget to tell someone else to check out Worthy People Podcast. In this life we all make mistakes But I'm not focused on yesterday There's no more holding back They are rising victory With all labels removed All labels removed Because I'm seen And accepted by Jesus Oh